Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about the metric system. One of the first questions that a five-year-old asked me once is, why is the abbreviation for the unit of weight, the pound, LBS? Doesn't really make sense. (laughs) You're right. It is a really fun uh, origin of LBS. So uh, even though we call it pounds, LBS, it's short for the Latin uh, Libra, which actually means the weight or scale. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, even in money terms, right, you have the British pound, meaning British currency, uh, which is actually also called the Libra by the Spanish. Interesting. Now let's back up and explain where the metric system came from in the first place. So the metric system is this system of measurement that succeeded the decimalized system based on the meter that had been introduced in France all the way back in the 1790s. And the historical development of these systems all culminated in the definition of something called the International System of Units, or SI for short. So today, there's like a whole international standards body that oversees these systems of measurement. And adopting this metric system is known as metrication. Interesting. So now the U.S. is one of those countries which isn't fully metric, uh, but it kind of is. It actually came very close to being one of the first early adopters of the metric system back then, I believe. Oh, yes, yes. And there's a whole funny story uh, about this. Back in 1793, Thomas Jefferson requested a one kilogram copper cylinder to be sent from France. And the reason is because, you know, interstate commerce between different states was really difficult for the newly formed United States. Uh, You know, for example, in New York, they were using the Dutch systems. And in New England, they were using the English systems of measurement. So Jefferson, who was actually the Secretary of State at the time, had heard about this new French system of measurement and thought it was just what America needed. He wrote to his friends in France, and the French sent a scientist named Joseph Dumbay off to Jefferson uh, carrying a small copper cylinder with a little handle on top. Ah, but they never made it, did they? Oh, yes. So what happened here is that the ship carrying this little copper cylinder that weighed exactly one kilogram was blown off course into the Caribbean, where it was looted by pirates. <laughs> and the pirates even took poor Joseph Dumbay prisoner, hoping to obtain a ransom for him. Really, unfortunately, he died in captivity. And, well, the United States uh, never got that one kilogram copper cylinder and to this day still hasn't really adopted the metric system at all. So have they or haven't they adopted the metric system? This is a confusing one because if you do some research, the official sources actually say the U.S. is on a metric system. And yet, you know, we don't talk in kilometers per hour. We talk miles per hour. Uh, and we don't talk Celsius, we talk, you know, degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, yes, yes, I guess to clarify, um, you might have heard that the United States and Liberia and Myanmar are the only three countries in the world that don't use the metric system. In fact, there is actually a government agency called the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, that measures it. And they have actually a dedicated blog post saying that the fact I just quoted is false. 
I guess they don't like the U.S. being lumped together with those other two countries uh, as the three countries on Earth not using the metric system. So why do they say this is a false fact? So they basically point out that the USA, just like every other country, has you know recognized and adopted the SI, the International System of Units. And in fact, the United States was one of the original countries to sign the Treaty of the Meter in 1875. Uh, a fun fact, this signing is now celebrated annually on May 20, which is the we, uh, World uh, Metrology Day. So it's been legal to use a metric system since 1866. And metric became the preferred system of weights and measures for things like U.S. trade and commerce in 1988. But I, th I think the key here is, you know, the key to adoption in the U.S. is down to the fact that the use of the metric system was made mandatory in many countries. But in the USA... The USA kept it like a voluntary thing. There were some attempts in the 1990s to make it mandatory for federal and state road signs to use those metric units, but those efforts unfortunately failed. What makes it so difficult, uh, both to make it mandatory for the US to switch and also just to actually fully switch over to a metric system? I mean, you can imagine the, the cost of overhauling an entire industry to a different way of measuring, you know, anything like distance is pretty high. It's not just as simple as taking your inch and converting it to a centimeter. From an industrial standpoint, switching units would be extremely costly and practical. If all the company's products used imperial units, then all, you know, the drawing tools and, and, and hardware are all going to have to be in imperial. But to continue to support existing products and have backwards compatibility, none of the dimensions can be allowed to change. You know, sure, you could convert some of the dimensions to metric, but now, you know, you have concepts like 3 sixteenths, uh, meaning, you know, 0 0.47, 625 centimeters or something like that. It just gets really, really ugly really fast. And if you want to use metric for new products, you now need to also buy metric tools like metric rulers and hardware and stuff like that. So all in all, there's just really huge cost switching that aren't really outweighed by the benefits. Okay, now, final question. Why is there nothing like metric system for time? Oh, so actually, uh, this is funny. We began by talking about the French, and when the French invented the metric system, they almost gave us a metric clocks too. They had 10 hours in the day, 10 days in the week. Imagine that. So if we wanted to know when a day is 70% complete, you know, Decimal time simply says at the end of the seventh hour, whereas standard time requires us to say at 16 hours and 48 minutes. This French revolutionary time was, you know, a lot more elegant solution to that kind of problem. I can see some mathematical advantages, yes, but why didn't it work out? It didn't work out, did it? <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Just this system proved wildly unpopular. Uh, people, essentially, really didn't like switching systems of time. And there were a few practical reasons for non-mathematicians to change how they kind of expressed time. Um, and on, large, on larger scales, there are a bunch of time numbers that just make sense to keep not in multiples of 10. So, for example, there are about 365 days in a year, right? And there are also about 12 moon cycles in a year. And there are also about 30-day cycles in a moon cycle. Uh, there are about four fairly distinct seasons, you know, anywhere except the equator. You know, all our planets, the way it's set up, basically, you know, set this up nicely according to those numbers. Um, 
So we chose 60, 60, and two lots of 12, right? Maybe because it allows seconds to be uh, counting and kind of like a heartbeat speed and everything to fit nicely on a circle with a day period equal to night period. Also, apparently, the Babylonians really loved 60 and Egyptians really loved 12 because they're very easily divisible by you know, 2, 3, 4, 6, and so on. I see. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have comments and suggestions for us. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to go leave us a review or a rating on Apple iTunes because it helps other listeners to find this podcast. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.